Welcome to Tony B. Talking Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of sitting amongst eight women of power, eight black entrepreneurs. I have the pleasure of finding out how they got started and how they prefer to market. I am very grateful and appreciative of them coming out and talking with Tony B. Tony B. Talking Podcast. Entrepreneurship is the fact that I've been a single parent for my oldest is 14 for 14 years, just me and them. And it was times where I would be really putting my all into these jobs, making pennies. You know what I'm saying? I had times where I had just seven dollars in my account, and we ride down the street, and I know I need gas, but my babies won't make dollars. Real story. You know what I'm saying? True story. And it's like I had to make a choice. You know what I'm saying? Because it just wasn't wasn't clicking. I did everything they told us to do. I went to school, I got the degree, I did all of that. You know what I'm saying? I did it all and I just wasn't getting the results that they feed into us that we're gonna get. Not saying that that's not the path for somebody else, but it's just not the path for myself. You know what I'm saying? So I took the initiative to just step out on a whim. You know what I'm saying? Everything I do is on a whim because I'm what I like to call a scatterbrain. You know what I'm saying? I got 27 different ideas. I'm thinking of 27 different things now with the people sitting on the left and right of me. You know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't really dive head first into it until COVID. Until COVID. Uh, something uh, in my life took a turn for the worse. So I couldn't be on the scene. I couldn't be on the forefront of my household and work for somebody. It just, it just didn't work out. And I promise you, when I made that decision to work for Meek, to work for Tony B, I made more money working for myself than I have ever made working for anybody. And I've been working since I was 15 years old. And how old are you? I'm 36. Oh, I'm 36. I agree. You cannot make, you will never make 
I don't I know they teach this in school, but as an accountant, you make more money working for yourself. Like Serenity said, she said, I forgot to name the tea that you said you did at first, but you said I did make money the working for life. the herbal life. Mm -hmm. Nothing against them. Mm -hmm. But working for yourself, that's that's what other <laughs> cultures teach their kids. Yes. And I think mm -hmm. that we need to teach ours that you need to find some kind of whether it's you know, we can call it a hustle or a uh -huh. hobby because our hobbies do turn into um, companies. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we don't realize that this little hobby can make us millions of dollars. I feel the same way. Like she said, she has made more money doing COVID working for herself. I, I'm a teacher. I still work a job and I make more money doing my accounting business, especially during tax time, than I'm making five years yeah. on a teacher's salary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's true. Very, very true. Very true. So I had um, before I started my own company, I always had I was always a hustler. It's been in me. I have two children and I did not want them to be turnkey children. I wasn't a turnkey child. So I didn't want them to be a turnkey child. My husband works nine to five, makes great money. But it's always was we I wanted more. We needed more. His money paid bills, took care of us. But what more can we have? So I had to figure out something. I went from the candy store. <laughs> I went from the candy store in the house, the candy store on the wheels, because my kids wanted to get outside. We couldn't always sit in the house. I sold lineups. A lot of people don't know this. No, I, I sold lineups. <laughs> I sold, I started off with the $3 lineups with the, the pacifiers, and I made money in the summertime. I was that kid, I, I, mean, I was that parent. When my kids ran around, at night with their light up song because I knew what they were was because they had a light up song. They still enjoyed themselves, but I was still out there making money. Um, when I started that, I started, I went, I did umbrella hats at the Air and Water Show. And y'all might still see me out there because that Air and Water Show, money, baby, that's still going. <laughs> umbrella hats, you only see, you know, you only see Mexicans out there selling that type of stuff. No, I started pushing my baby in a stroller selling umbrella hats. My husband would take off work in August and go with me to make that money. We'll make about two, three thousand dollars that weekend. So y'all see me out there this year, don't y'all judge me. Just say, hey, surrender. That was their back to school money. I didn't have to go into our saving fund or into our account because that was back to school money. My daughter can vouch for that. So this is, I always had a hustle. I, he said, you know what, turn, stop having a hustle. Because a hustle was just hustle money. It's just, it was just that quick money. We need to do something different. I turned a hustle into a company. Not just a business. I have a company that I'm not just proud of. It's a company that my children is proud of. And then to piggyback off what she said, um, I started, I had a job. I worked that job for three years. You had a job? I had a job. <laughs> And they wanted to promote me to manager, and they did a background check, and I had a gun. <laughs> and them bras told me I cannot get promoted. I have to stay at that salary in that particular position. Just because some things happened. Just because something that happened like almost 10 years ago. But everybody would have been safe. Some reason she knew I was better than her at her job, but she nitpicked me because she knew I couldn't have her job. Mm -hmm. So 
I filed a BBB claim against racism, harassment. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, once you file a case, they can't fire you. Two weeks later, they fired me. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? So I was off work for six months. I won my case. I won some money. I'm just like, you know what? I can't work for white people. Like, that just ain't me. Like she said, like I'm getting into it with people. They won't promote me because of an old background. Like it's too much. So then I went into um, selling hair. I still sell hair. I have Glam Doll LLC. I make wigs, bundles, frontals, closures. Um, I'm actually more of a vendor now because everyone sells hair, so I don't have time for all the competition. I do still do hair for my regular clients, but then I was ready. I'm a tourist, so we always into something different. Like, yeah. something different. <laughs> you know, what's next? So then they finally legalized weed. Who doesn't partake in Mary Jane? <laughs> You'll be surprised. Your grandparents smoke <laughs> So um, I decided to do some research, see what was going on, look into my product, dig dig deeper than what smoking weed, like, because THC is way beyond smoking weed. So, of course, they don't want to let the black people in the dispensary, so I created my own LLC, which is High as Life. Um, from there, I started making dinners. And from dinners, I created Kool-Aid. And from Kool-Aid, I created Body Butter. And from Body Butter, I created Body Scrub. And therefore, and now I'm on to hot sauce. I have a pepper juice. Next month, I will be launching freeze pops, hookah pops, and barbecue sauce. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, weed is a million dollar industry that the white man don't want to let us in on. So far this year, since they legalized weed, they've made over $13 million in tax revenue. Just tax. In the middle of a pandemic, they legalized weed and still made all this money. Mm -hmm. But look up and see how many black dispensaries are out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And they make, they make it so hard. Mm -hmm. And they make it so hard. They don't want to let us in. You have to be an upstanding citizen. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. No background, none of that. But look, I don't know that. And then what? It still can't be. I, I, I have a friend. It's about who you know. And that's yeah. our problem. Yeah. A lot of times we don't have those connections mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have a background. I tried to get in. That's what, like, I own a bar. I have a liquor license, but do you know how hard it was, it was to get that license? That liquor license? Do you know how much under the under the table money it costs? Let's just, I'm just gonna keep it real. Mm -hmm. If it's all about who you know, mm -hmm. because I couldn't get in. Because I, I have a friend now that owns secrets. They're trying. All those owners that own secrets is still trying to get a dispensary. They will not give them the dispensary. Not even No matter what, they don't want us to come eat off this money. So besides a hair business. And the marijuana business is always a million dollar industry. Like that's money that's gonna always continue to come in. But highest life will be in dispensaries out in Vegas in six more months. Yeah. LA within the next year. So stay tuned to highest life. Every day I'm working on better products, new products. Every day I'm educating myself more and more on weed because it's different levels. You got stuff to keep you up, stuff to keep you down stuff to help with anxiety, stuff to help with insomnia, like it's different things that you can use marijuana for. They don't want to legalize it because they know it'll kill the medical field. Yeah. Weed is a natural herb cure that will cure anything from stomach aches to cancer. Like I have people that come off of chemo and they want to cool it. You know what I'm saying? That's a pain reliever. 
they don't want us in this industry because it's a good million dollar industry. It's actually a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? But stick with your people, support your people. You'll be surprised where things go and follow your dreams. Know your calling. Like you don't gotta work for the white man. Like you don't gotta work. And we need to instill that in our children. Yes. Yeah. We need yeah. to and we need to teach them, just like you said, about like all every everybody up here, we need to teach them about that accounting too. It's so this financial literacy. Our mm -hmm. kids do not teach they don't does. teach this in school. They, they don't. don't. A lot of I hate to say this, but a lot of stuff that we teach is for We don't even use We don't use it. We, don't use it. we, we do not I have associates. Like I don't use my associates yeah, this much. I don't apply it to my life at all. At all. Like, at all. So even though you know, you have children sitting here. We still want them to understand that school is important, education is important. But like I teach mine, you have you can have a job, but always have another business on the side if that's what you choose to be. Except if you don't want to, you know, if you don't, if you want to leave your business and become a a, a full-time entrepreneur, have that. But don't just sit there and just keep collecting that one particular check. It's okay to have different strengths. Awesome. Yeah. My thing is this too, when it comes to that, if you're gonna work for somebody, you gotta be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you are within the company, and I'm talking to these children on the side of you, if you are working for a company, make sure that there's room for growth. If, there, if, if it is not, that's not the company for you. It's not the company for you. The, the problem is, and I did it too, you know what I'm saying? I, I would become stagnant at being the best that I was at this customer service position. When I got the skills to be the, the team lead, the manager, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting here, like, at one point, true story, right? I, I, I believe I got adult ADHD. Tiffany can attest to this because she do too, right? So, we would have to sit on the phone for seven and a half hours, right? I get called in the office all the time. Ms. Bowden, you're only on the phone for five hours. I'm on the phone for five hours, but I'm taking more calls than everybody in this call center. So I don't understand the problem. But because they got this rule in place and I'm working for somebody, I gotta follow these rules. Even though I'm, I'm kicking ass on the folks. You know what I'm saying? First call resolution, my people don't call back. But I'm up. Five or four, five hours of the ship because I can't sit down. You know what I'm saying? But because this rule in place, I'm not a bad guy. What I should be doing when I get the skill to, and I'm excelling. You know what I'm saying? So like, do not stay stagnant. You know what I'm saying? That's to that's to everybody. Even in what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? I always go for more. You know what I'm saying? And I know I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure y'all do that, but I'm just putting it out there because sometimes we become content. We get stuck. You know what I'm saying? You know, we see fifty thousand dollars and that look good, but imagine what you can do with one hundred thousand. Imagine what you can do with two hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't want to be uh, if you re if you are religious in any way. You don't want to be too worldly, but that's how we were raised. We're over there. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get paid. And if you got kids, they have to be paid. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's so much that they can do if mama and daddy, I put it out there, if we do what we have to, you know what I'm saying, before them, you know, we can put them in positions because that's what it's about. You know, people try to act like it's not, that's what it's about. You see, they had a whole controversial thing going on. Them people paid for their kids to go to Ivy League schools. Their kids are boxes of rocks. They paid for their kids to go to Ivy League schools. They just got caught. Yeah. Goal is don't get caught. Don't get caught. Do what you gotta do. Don't get caught. I wanna piggyback off of that um, because 
I kind of feel differently. Mm -hmm. Well, not that I feel differently, but I did it a different way. Mm -hmm. I was making a lot of money as an electrician. Mm -hmm. I hated it. So I quit and focused on something that I really liked and I let the money follow. Mm -hmm. So then I started utilizing all the time that I had in the day, which was 24 hours, to focus on me and my brand. And I made sure I was known as the only person that has event spaces. I don't care if it's 100 people around me with a event space right next to me. You're gonna come to mine, and I'm gonna make sure you come to mine because this is what I'm offering. I'm, I'm, I'm creating these different amenities that everybody else doesn't have, and it's no competition. We all can get money. It's, yeah. it's, it's nothing. nothing. It's nothing. And then another thing. So what I started, and then that's when all of the money started coming because I was focused on building a brand and not the money. And then also, I'm not scared to fail. Anybody that knows me knows I will go out here and sell this couch. And then, and then I'll be like, I don't want to sell couches no more. Who cares? <laughs> and they on Facebook, look to follow it. I don't care. You can say whatever you want to. I'm going to do what I like to do and what works for me. So I would just suggest that's what you do. Too. Yeah. For sure with the, the like, changing different things, I don't know if y'all ever seen this. It was a cartoon called Jimmy Neutron. Yep. Yeah. It was a man on yes. there. Yep. He could never finish it. Mm -hmm. His name was Professor Clemens. He couldn't finish it. In the beginning of like me coming into like becoming a woman, I'm only 25. So me coming into being a woman, I could never finish anything. I'm still like that. I was like, damn, I want to do this. So I did that. Um, I don't want to do I'm going to do this. Man, I'm tired of this. I did that for three weeks. I don't know what else to do. Like, it was so hard to, like, find something that I could stick with and that I, like, love. Like, even with school, it took me, like, three schools to graduate high school. Because I had to figure out if that's where I wanted to be at all the time. It wasn't, but I made it through. And it was just having a, like, and, like, they need to know this for sure. Find out everything that you do not like in your life. When you find that out, and this this Floyd does say the Floyd, y'all on my Facebook page, Floyd my dear. That's a problem. Yeah. And that's my homie. that real. But when you find out everything that you do not like in life, where it's placed at, whatever, that'll open your mind to be like, oh well, I don't like that, but I do like this. That'll help you be able to be clear and know the things that you do like. So when you find out what you like, you're able to execute that. I knew that I like doing nails, but people would be like, oh, that's just, that's your hobby. That ain't, that ain't really going to make you no money. Go to school, do this. I'm like, no, that's going that's to make you some bread. You mm -hmm. feel me? And I had to be confident in myself and take that step and be like, Joe, you really cold. Like, yeah, you been, you messed up for three years and then you left and right and people else is falling off. <laughs> After like years of like sticking to it and like saying like this this something like I have to stay with to to prove you feel me as an entrepreneur we get in a sense of having to prove ourselves mm -hmm. a lot and it's not even to other people it's to yourself you feel me prove to yourself that you're better than the person you was yesterday you better than the person you was two years ago three years ago you better than that person you was an hour ago yes. 
growing and making sure that your vision is clear. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's real keys to that. That's why I like my name on my company is Iconic Key Mills. I was listening to DJ Khaled, I Got the Keys, when I was doing this. I do think you're talking about I can do it. It really gets like that, though. Like, it really gets like that. When you in your mode, and this for y'all, for the two young ladies. When you in your mode and you you don't compare yourself. Never. I was in my mode and I saw comparing myself. And I was like, ooh, I wish I could do it like that. And like, people was bringing me pictures like Pictures that the nails was worth at least three hundred dollars, at least. You could do this. They had lines, bears on them. All they look like they could walk. They just was a lot. And I'm like, man, you gotta get this glitter, cause that's that's what I was. I was comfortable with, man. You gotta get this glitter in these rhinestones, cause that's what I can do, and I'm good at that. So when you figure out what you're good at, stick with it and just persevere and like go ahead. In our words, you cheat. So I want to talk about how she spoke on uh, eliminating things that you don't like. I think that's what she mm -hmm. said. So for a long time, um, I'm 29 now, but just as being a youth, I did a lot of stuff uh, like hustle as far as like selling candy, having dance teams for kids, uh, selling t-shirts, clothes. Like just hustling, just doing anything that I knew would generate me money because I liked it and that stuff. So that's just what I wanted to do. But as I had got older, I was always doing credit. I've always been like into computers and just real smart with the computers. But I had, um, two years ago, I had opened a convenience store. And when I really, it's, I don't have it anymore, but I didn't do it for me. I mainly did it for my family because it was something I've always was just taught to provide for family. So once my brother passed away, I kind of like took on that role for everybody uh, and just took care of the family. So a lot of decisions that I made, they really wasn't for me. I was just living my life for everybody else. Everybody was living through. Right. So I didn't know. I didn't even really know what I wanted to do. Half of the time, I didn't even know if I was coming or going, but I just knew that I always wanted to make them happy. So credit was something that I like just attached to because I, for one, like helping people and just seeing people win and just the success stories, if they have a new house, a new car, um, just the smile on their face when they started call, when they called me with the results. So. Um, when I recently got my office last year during the pandemic, um, business, it had just got so, so good during the pandemic. A lot of people started focusing more on their financial um, needs and things like that. So I went from literally having like one to five clients to now over 50 to 100 clients. Um, I was been able to hire other people on and teach other people um, so basically, that's what I love to do. So if you like something and you love something, just stick to what you love and figure yourself out mm -hmm. and just understand that you can't help other people if you can't help yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
professionalism. Andrea that came to you for information, you gave it to me like it was nothing and I never gave you anything. You know what I'm saying? Tiffany, you know me and you were talking via uh, Facebook messenger and I was telling you about my dry skin. You created me a bomb. You know what I'm saying? Sent it to me. You know what I'm saying? Latina, we know each other because our daughters are good friends and then we have become good friends. But my family swears by your product so I know that it works. You know what I'm saying? Leela, my baby cousin. I mean, her was just talking earlier, presentation is everything. And even though I had not ever tasted her food, it was just a presentation that sold me. You know what I'm saying? It looked yeah. good. And now I can actually say it tasted good too. So, you know what I'm saying? I wanted people on this panel today that I knew that are really doing it, really dedicated, you know what I'm saying? And that next week or within a month or two years, a person can reach out to them because they're still doing it because they're that dedicated. You know what I'm saying? On the flip side, I may be like, a baby when it comes to this thing because I just stopped working for somebody. So this is my motivation right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm 36, she's 29, she's 25. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, and my girl, J.L. Bonner works, what you say, stick with it. Stay with it. Stay with it, you know what I'm saying? Stay with it, stay focused. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the sky's the limit. You're gonna have your ups and downs, but that is life, just like with credit, right? I know you get people call you all the time, credit score drop 10 points and they panic, but that's just how it is. It hurts. You know what I'm saying? It hurts, but it's gonna go back up. It's gonna go back up. So, like I said, you know, this is all about female hustlers. We're on the forefront of our households, you know what I'm saying? We cook, we clean, we hustle. We hustle the world. We fight depression, we go through everything. We are strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's an honor. You know, once again, to sit amongst these women, I appreciate them. I hope they appreciate me. Thank you for having us. Oh, anytime, anytime. And, you know, we have to do this again. Yeah, definitely have to do this again in some kind of, in a different way, generate some income next time. But hopefully some big network picks this up. And we show us. Come on. 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 Come